0: Welcome to the first edition of the Novel Cognition Podcast. This podcast is about exploring new ideas, with interviews from newsmakers, news and fitness, health, online marketing, you name it, we cover the gamut. Our first interview and our first podcast is with the Colorado Speaker of the House, Chrysantha Duran. She sat down with us just a few days after the close of the Colorado legislative session start with sort of a broad question. Uh, you're a very rare political animal, and you are the only Latina I know of to lead a legislative body. You're also, at this point in time, one of the few Democrats leading a House of a Legislature mm-hmm. in place. I'm wondering about your two thoughts on both those mm-hmm.
1: achievements
0: or circumstances.
1: Well, thank you. It is a great honor to be able to serve as Speaker of the House. And I think one thing coming into this legislative session that I really want to focus on is in a time where I think there are so many people who feel anxious about politics and we see a lot of divisiveness. Uh, What I've really tried to do is do what we've always done in Colorado is focusing on those issues that bind us together rather than those that would divide us and try and be as productive as possible, um, go into the legislative session, being willing to take on big and tough issues and to encourage conversation. Um, regardless of whether someone was a Republican or a Democrat to figure out how we find common ground and I think that this legislative session that that approach worked in many ways we were able to come up with solutions um, on a variety of different issues that have been very challenging in years past Um, but we also recognize that we still have work to do and so I think I'm very thankful um, to be able to be in the role and continue to uh, think about how do we address the issues that Coloradans face every single day, um, whether it is making sure that they're able to get to where they need to go in a transportation system that works for everyone, or um, whether it is uh, for hardworking families, how they're going to be able to buy their first time home. Um, I think about how do we make sure that students have tools to be able to succeed, to ultimately be able to get good paying jobs. And I think we've had a lot of advancements this legislative session. Um, and I look forward to continuing to work during the off session um, in anticipation of the next one um, to be able to come up with solutions that impact all.
0: This session was notable because there was progress in a couple of longstanding issues. But overall, Colorado's been stuck in neutral, really, in terms of dealing with its biggest issues since the passage of referendum C. <laughs> with Amendment 23 has never been funded, actual per pupil uh, funding for schools is lower than it was adjusted for inflation than it was in 2009, 2010. Transportation, which you just referenced, is a long-standing issue. Congestion is getting worse. Mobility is definitely a problem. Why do you think we're not able to really grasp and grapple with the biggest issues? We get these piecemeal solutions and this session showed progress but we're not able to make a big breakthrough on the big issues, higher ed funding, K through 12 funding, transportation.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I think we have had some breakthroughs. And one in particular um, would be the bill that we brought forward uh, this session that would have been referred to the people of Colorado to invest more into transportation, so that we have adequate roads and bridges, um, and that we are starting to organize our roads to not just move cars but to move people, and where I think is what the focus should be. Um, and that was a bill that started a very meaningful conversation. You know, I was on that bill with the Senate President, um, who is a Republican, Kevin Grantham, also the chairs of the transportation committees um, in the House and in the Senate, and even though that bill ultimately was not passed, even though there were the votes on the Senate floor to get it passed, and even though out of the House we passed over a bipartisan piece of legislation, I think that there was a breakthrough in that we started a meaningful conversation that both both Republicans and Democrats were willing to engage in. I think we still have work to do, and I think for those who um, were against the measure, the question remains, what kind of state do we want to see um, 10, 20, 30 years, from now when it comes to transportation. And I hope that we started a meaningful conversation and that will continue um, to ultimately refer a measure to voters that they will be able to s- decide um, what, what they want to see as well and what uh, level of investment is appropriate.
0: When it comes to education funding, we still don't seem to have much progress. We've never met the promise that the voters approved with Amendment 23. Um, My own kids' public schools literally cut fire teachers every year, uh, trying to keep pace with uh, student headcount growth, the needs of students. Um, My kids both go to a a school that's majority, minority, that has roughly 60% kids at risk, yet that school, which is one of the few really bright successes of a school that's succeeding with those hurdles, Mm -hmm. struggles. Literally every year, trying to staff up to meet the needs of the kids they have. When are we going to get a solution that works across the state of Colorado? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think that we need to continue to think about how there can be structural change to make sure that every boy and girl in the state of Colorado have the opportunity to reach their full potential. Um, We have always made education a priority during the years that I've been down here um, to be able to invest in schools across the state of Colorado. I'm very thankful that this year we came forward with a bill um, to advance computer science and digital literacy specifically. Um, I think as Colorado's economy has changed, we need be thinking about how do we make sure that students have tools to be able to succeed and ultimately get good paying jobs. The legislation that the president and I worked on um, will create a resource bank in the Department of Education so that schools throughout Colorado will be able to gain access to curriculum um, when it comes to computer science and digital literacy and also we invested $500,000 um, towards teachers so that they have adequate training to be able to teach in those two particular fields. Um, those are some of the best Best paying jobs for people coming out um, of high school and college depending on what level that they're looking to go into and I think that we need to continue to think about how do we um, see how our economy is changing and make sure that people have tools to succeed. That said, we have to think about not just the incremental steps, but the big picture. And I'm hoping that this, just due to some of the work that we've started this legislative session, that we will be able to continue that conversation and also engage the people of the state um, as it relates to a potential uh, referred measure to address some of those outstanding concerns. But as it relates to the dollars that we have, we have tried to invest as much as we possibly can.
0: Gary, I've got to ask you to make this last question. Sure. Um, With the advent of term limits, we've now had about a generation and a half Mm -hmm. of politics down here with term limits. You yourself face them. You reference that you're making incremental steps. Is term limits a fundamental barrier to sort of turning incremental progress into really reshaping the way that we do business in the state of Colorado?
1: Well, I think we actually set out at the beginning of legislation to take on the big and tough issues. So I don't, although I think that some of the um, progress that has been made has been incremental, and we have more to do to think about what this state will look like 10 to 20 years from now, I do think that we really try to frame the conversation um, around what our state is gonna look like and be like for the next generation. Um, So we went pretty big. Um, But I think that said, um, term limits are meaningful. Um, I think that term limits can be helpful to making sure that um, we see different and new leaders rise. I think in Colorado, we have more women um, than any other state um, as it relates to women serving in the legislature. Um, I think that's incredibly valuable. I also think that we have uh, representation um, from different communities, rural, urban, and suburban areas. We have a lot of young leaders that have been able to get elected in Colorado, Um, and I think that that being able to make sure that new voices are at the table, um, that term limits is important to that ensuring that goal is actually met.
0: Thank you for your time, Speaker. Thank you.